0: For this episode, we wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded, the Wadjuk Noongar people. We wish to pay our respects to Elders past, present and
1: emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.
0: Welcome back everybody, you're listening to the Chronic Sisters podcast, you're joined by your usual hosts, Jess and Sean.
1: Welcome back everybody to season 4 episode 14, it is a lovely to have you all here.
0: And we're face to face. We
1: are, Sister Sean is back in my
0: home. Yep, and I'm sitting physically next to her rather than through a screen, which is lovely. And the little bitch rocked up at 7.30 this morning. I didn't come
1: in at 7.30. No, you did
0: I went for a walk first. God, I'm still living on Adelaide time, so it was relatively early for me. I, I for you, I mean, it wasn't early for me. Do yes, apologise. Yes, yes. But we had a bit of a busy day yesterday, so I um, I am sorry for the early wake up. It's
1: okay, you're forgiven. Um, but we will tell you about that in a moment because first we have to introduce some pretty special people.
0: We have some amazing guests that have flown all the way over from Melbourne. It's the one and only Spoonie Society girls, Dom and
1: Helene. Welcome! Thank you. Hi, hi. hi. Lovely to have you. Finally, friends through the screen, and now friends in my home. So beautiful.
2: It's so, <laughs> so wild when you say it like that. It's a bit <laughs> strange, isn't it, walking into some rando's house. But, yeah. like, internet friends, well, for yeah, so we long. met them yesterday. Yeah.
1: Even mum said, mum was like, I just, because I follow the girls, I feel like I know them.
0: It's like, well, That's yes. how we feel. Like, that's how people feel about us, is that they've known us. Like, it's when they know information about us that some of our closest friends don't really know. <laughs> yeah,
1: true. Literally.
0: My vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> far out. Do you know what? Some of our bosses listen to this from the hospital. Oh, Oof. shit. Yeah. we are lucky to have jobs. Yeah, sometimes. It's... Yeah. We're like, we don't talk about this inside these four walls. It's a no-go. I'm glad <laughs> okay. we are uh, each other's boss for this yeah. time. Yeah? Yes, yes, yes,
1: exactly. Anyway, yesterday we had our little col- stop, collaborate and listen. <laughs> Um, nice. Our little collaboration event <laughs> With the gals And we did a wonderful paint and sip uh, Afternoon With some wine and bubbles And just good vibes
0: <laughs> Good vibes all round really Can you stop laughing at me? <laughs> Fuck Having a new face to face we can see when you're sniggering Rather than you just guys muting us On the fucking um, zoom fine. call Shows up
3: <laughs> i just look this way <laughs>
0: at the camera oh yeah, oh, yeah. shit <laughs> sure, I forgot you're filming it <laughs> so girls um, welcome to the west coast how have you found Perth so far
2: yeah, look, driving through Perth, we're just trying to compare it to every Melbourne suburb. We're like, oh, this is like Ascot Vale. Oh. <laughs> this is a bit like Kiaba. and, Ka- and Helene's like,
0: where's Kiaba? I Still
3: don't know what place do she's Do you even about. live there? Um, I do. We're from very different sides
0: of oh, Melbourne. Oh, I see. Yeah. Melbourne is a big place. It is. It is. Perth is a very small big place.
3: Yeah, it's given yeah. us like a little bit of
2: Docklands, a little bit of um, it's
0: very rural. Stab
2: cities. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like literal stab. City? Yeah, like yeah, the stamp cool. cities in
2: Melbourne were like, oh, this is like the, the sunshine and the Ascot and Oh, they're yeah. not good suburbs. Though, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: well, I promise Perth is not too bad. You're not selling it for all our listeners Sorry. who aren't here. So um, thanks for coming. <laughs> we haven't actually seen that much as well, to be fair. Exactly. Yeah. Because
1: why is that? Because you two came on a very, very late flight after attending what event was that?
2: melbourne young
1: entrepreneur awards oh my yes, my yes. stop it so we're sitting with some, uh, some big deals you know <laughs> get some
3: big deals at the table
0: well yeah because it's not just the only award that you guys have gone to this year oh my goodness
3: there's been a few. There's definitely been a few. Yeah. Um, so this year we won the Australian Young Achiever Award for the third year in a row in customer service. Um, we've also won Editor's Choice Award for the Handmade Product of the Year from Shecom. Uh, we were a finalist for the, the Sydney one. Australian? Women's oh. Small Business When awards. there's
1: too many, you forget. Oh, what a yeah. problem to Wait,
0: have. What a fucking problem to have. And then finalists for Stevie as well in for New Stevie York. Stevie Awards. Just yeah. craziness. But for our new listeners, can you kind of explain what what and where the Spoonie Society came from, just for a catch up? Because it is your third birthday this year, it is it is.
2: not? It is. Our third birthday was last week. So Helene and I met each other online as well, surprise. And we both suffer from endometriosis. Uh, PCOS and adenomyosis so we both have the trifecta um, and we met mutually just sharing our experiences online and decided to start a business to help other people with theirs so now we make handmade wearable heat packs for people suffering chronic pain whether that's chronic illness or from pregnancy or from disability. disability. Injuries. Injuries, everything. So we're here to help you stop your pain.
0: Yeah. And we've been OG OG fans from the the get-go, which is why we're so proud of you both watching you guys grow. It's been fucking wild.
1: And it's been over two years since we've had you on the pod.
3: Oh, my God.
0: Hectic. Shit. pretty crazy hey and because we kind of both started relatively at the same time but you guys are doing a lot better than we are
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no you guys are doing great great.
0: yeah thank you so much for that um side compliment but (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) what are you talking about yeah these are are against some big deals up there big (laughs) big dogs (laughs) absolutely big
0: dogs big dogs but from your last three years, what, is, what has kind of been your highlights of your experience so far? That is a very good question. That's why that we have a podcast. I should have
3: preferred. Um, I'd say our events Practiced. <laughs> I, I would also say the collaboration that we did with Make-A-Wish. and We also did ones with Jeans for Jeans. Oh, yeah. I said they have been quite big accomplishments. Yeah. Um, We've been in, I think it was the Herald Sun, Take 5, Women's Health, um, Rally Magazine, Ramona. So many. Quite a few. Yeah.
0: You guys have had so many little glimmers throughout your experience. Like there's too many to handle. Like when you, I like watching you move from like your what was it your spare bedroom
2: to a storage unit
0: to then like a <laughs> warehouse and then that warehouse got too small and then you moved into a big one and like, now you
1: have a million employees
0: <laughs> and your managers and so it's a, it's a wild time and directors and just like it's all a bit fancy it's a bit busy yeah it's a bit very too busy. busy and, and too then busy. on top of it all you've just launched another business <laughs> we have we've launched
2: the slug lounger which
1: oh tell fun. us about the sluggy
0: so we've got Little slugs, our icon, little
3: cartoon slug. I fucking love um, that cartoon. And our first two <laughs> products are our pillows. So we've got a smaller one, which is called the Slug Junior, and we've got a bigger body sort of one that's called Slugzilla and we also have a I new product launching name. in a few weeks as well
0: oh my gosh um,
3: but we only launched that three weeks ago and that's already done better than we expected yeah as well we've sold over 200
2: climate. units now and just put in our
0: second order for another 40 foot container of over a thousand units that's So, just, you've just tapped yeah. into such an unmet need and it just shows you hey like how that whole cohort of people have just been Left to their own devices with nothing to help them. You're going to need a whole suburb with all your stuff. Like
1: (laughs) from a spare bedroom to hang on, we've got 50,000 businesses. We need half of Melbourne. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We also need like a functioning body. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be nice. I was just going to ask how have you found running this like fast growing, fast paced business whilst also managing your health issues, both of you?
3: Not easy. No, (laughs) it's exhausting but rewarding.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I think before we started the business, I probably only been diagnosed for two years and it was Mm. in COVID. So I still had a lot of learning to do with how to manage my um, illness and symptoms and everything and even just working, not even running my own business, just even working in general. Yeah. so we've sort of grown as the business has grown, but also just making it up as we go. Oh yeah, we love
0: that. We love a make up as a lot you go of make believe. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> Delulu's, Delulu's,
3: Delulus. <laughs> mm.
0: right? Those those videos of like I just post things because of the Delulu's. Like like you're an influencer. Like that's that's what it is. Just trying to get through the day.
1: And we spoke last night about the whole imposter syndrome. Like obviously for everyone listening and who do routinely listen to us. We had a, a episode, not last week, the week before, on imposter syndrome, and we certainly feel it with the podcast awards, but we spoke about it last night at dinner, like, you girls must just sometimes wake up and think, how did we do this? Oh, like,
2: totally. There's days where we've, like, caught each other, and I've just been like, yeah, I'm ready to throw the towel and wipe my hands, like, this is hard, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just exhausting, especially when your health starts creeping up to you at the same yeah. time. Yeah. exactly. And yeah. with
0: a new bub. Well, not new anymore.
2: <sighs> yeah, he's difficult. <laughs> Cute. He's so cute.
1: Grumpy this
0: morning, waking up late. This morning. <laughs> yeah, same. I'd be grumpy if I just woke up as well. Huh? So hard. But it's just really interesting. So I know that, Helene, you've recently had an emergency surgery for your appendix. Yeah. And we were chatting last night when we went out to dinner about knowing the difference of pain and the fact that you weren't going to go to the ED. It was your GP that told you to go.
3: Yeah, so I just don't enjoy going to the emergency department, as I don't think many people do, yes. (laughs) Um, And so I sort of have to be dying for me to really go, essentially, at this point. Um, So I'd had this pain for, like, two days, and I'd never had this sort of pain before. And so I went to the GP, because I was like, again, I'm not going to the emergency department. (laughs) Went to the GP, went through everything, and he was the one that said, yeah, no, you need to go to hospital you need to go to the emergency department and I was like ah fuck okay and I said oh you know I've actually got my dermatologist appointment after this do you think I could go and he was like yeah you'll be fine just go and then go afterwards and I was like all right cool um and I was so sure it was just endo and I'd be told to go home that I actually drove myself to hospital um which again bit the Lulu of me um, so I got to ED at one thirty, and then I had emergency surgery at 11pm that night. Just fucked. Yeah. And then I didn't even know what to do with my engagement ring, so I had to give it to my sister and just pray she didn't lose it.
0: Oh my or God. Or my car,
3: because <laughs> she was in charge of both.
0: So, it's, yeah, you smashed in a couple of appointments in one day and ended up having surgery that night. Yeah, I was definitely not missing out on the dermatologist. No, that was um, a long wait. Probably, yeah.
3: Well, I actually also booked in that day to get one of my scars from my surgeries, lasered. Oh. and it was one of the scars they ended up using that night for the surgery, <laughs> <laughs> and I still haven't called to change we love multiple
1: lap keyhole spots yeah Yeah.
0: i mean why make a new one if they're already there the door's there just open it yeah exactly open and unlock that's all you need to do i love that but how have you been feeling because i know post-operatively you've been struggling, hey.
3: The first week was horrible. I think it was one of the worst recoveries. I was vomiting every day. What emotions, was your appendix pain. like,
1: just for the nurses who listen? Like, was it perfed? Was it gangrenous? What, like, do we know? Do we know how bad it was? I love the it gory details. Very early stages, unfortunately. Great. Yeah. No, that's so nice good swim. though. And yeah. <laughs> because look, if you kept going to all the appointments,
3: it could have been late, sis You yeah. could have yeah. hit yeah. perfed, septic, situazi. Yeah. Mm. No, definitely could have. So yeah. We're at the right time.
0: Yeah, totally. And what can happen, because both Jess and I, when we started our nursing careers, we were on the surgical ward at the hospital and we did a lot of appendix, appendicitis. And what happens frequently actually is people that have like just an inflamed, I say say just an inflamed appendix, but like early stage appendix actually struggle more postoperatively because people whose appendix are worse, the pain is so severe pre-surgery the post feels better
3: yes yeah my my pain really wasn't actually that bad Yeah, you like you um, did get your skin done doll yeah <laughs> like, like yeah i went to the dermatologist drove myself to hospital yeah and then i think the last pain medicine i had was at like 6 p.m mm. and then at 9 p.m it had already worn off yeah and then they were all sort of like oh it's too close to surgery so like yeah the last two hours before surgery i didn't even have any pain relief Just and pain it still memory. was like okay Oh my God, you can you sure? he hear me in the just
0: background? Stopped. Just fucking snoring his head off. He's asleep next to us, bless him. He's been such a good boy.
1: Just a <coughs> loud boy. Just <laughs> a
0: loud boy. It's his fucking enclosed airway that's letting him down here. Little tubby, bless him. But it's um very lucky that it didn't happen just before. Like, it happened a few weeks ago rather than like... Yeah. Before the events and stuff, hey? Yeah, my
3: mum made a very good point. At least it's not uh, near my wedding next year. So yeah, exactly. And been it's, the
1: worst. It's gone now, so it can't happen again. Exactly. We've lost it. Exactly. Exactly. It is in the trash. It can never grow back, thank God. No. <laughs> you don't need it. It does nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it does good. nothing. It's
0: like your tonsils. It's
2: no loss. No loss to you. Yeah. No. I, I
0: agreed there. So, what is next for you guys? Oof.
2: Yeah, look, we keep having conversations about our five-year plan and we're like, it's so hard to forecast Mm. like with health and with everything, just how Mm. the business goes. We don't know how slugs going to go. So a five-year plan is almost impossible in this business. Mm. Um, I think like in a normal big corporation like Woolworths, it's very easy to forecast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, this is not easy.
0: No. And because you guys – hand make everything as well like it's time it's materials like it's a lot of work isn't it mm, and it's definitely a lot of
3: <coughs> managing of people
0: yes how are you finding think,
3: that yeah i hate it so much we love the team
0: we love, team. We love the team absolutely love the team
3: it doesn't matter who it really is it's no. just the managing i just It's not for me. The schedule, But also
1: like, I'm sure that's not where you thought you'd end up either. Like managing people, like it's not like you've got a degree in how to do this. You're learning on the spot
2: and then you're responsible for other people. Like it's a lot. I think we went into the business thinking, okay, we're going to build a business, create a business and the staff do their thing Mm. that we tell them to do.
0: Mm -hmm. And -hmm. they
2: do their jobs. But there's so much behind the scenes that we didn't realise that we'd have to do. You know, we have to facilitate the stuff, make sure they feel supported. We have to do fun culture activities. And we don't have to, but we like to because we want everyone to feel seen, appreciated and Mm. part of I guess part of it, you know. Yeah. Um, so we do put a lot of stress on that and making sure that everyone feels like they're in a fun environment and Mm. we do the team building we do like quarterly bowling competitions and (laughs) christmas party and and lunches so much yeah yeah so yeah do
1: a lot of the people that you employ have chronic health conditions
3: as well a few
2: few of them yeah yeah Yeah. and if not like chronic health conditions there's a few of them with like chronic pain yeah yeah
3: yeah
0: or at
2: least
3: at the minimum,
0: know of people. So like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's close. It's a network. It's like three people. What's that thing? Three, three degrees, degrees of separation. separation. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, thanks, yeah, team. Yeah. Collective answer there. Thank you so much. Um, but let's talk about the one of the reasons that you came over, not just to meet us finally face-to-face, <laughs> but about our little event yesterday. Yes. How do you think it went?
3: I think, I think it was great. Yeah, I think, it went, yeah, really I think well. it went
0: really well. I think it was wild that people came
3: i know but
0: like, so
2: cool so cool i think it was really nice to see like Helene and i've run events before and we know like people fangirling over us and to see yeah. that for you guys and people be really like starstruck and not know how to confront you guys and yeah. come up to you and approach you was quite
0: cute and we, yeah, we, but we didn't know how to receive it i felt it. so
1: weird and awkward about it all like i'm
0: so awkward oh, I, still I need am. to get so yeah yeah it's, it's really difficult and i'm like um, you know a lot about us, we don't really know a lot about you, it's very unfair, like, it's a, a bias-sided <laughs> friendship, like, they know all of our stuff. And for just And Sean's
1: like, they think we're cool, and I'm like... What? Yeah. We're not?
0: That's what, that's what we found really strange, is, like, these amazing people that came to see us, like, that weren't our friends and family, that were just people that listened to the podcast, like, were nervy to talk to us, and we just think, you know... We're so approachable because we're like nobodies, but people don't know us other than the podcast. Yeah. So it's just wild so, so wild. And like people were telling us that like they have picked up sayings from the podcast like situasi and like um, bevragino and like all this stuff. <laughs> I was, was like
1: and we had like one of the girls who you all know if you listen to the podcast Airport Beck who Airport saw Beck. me who's sitting behind on a flight who stopped and was like are you from the chronic sisters? Anyway cute shout out to Beck. But she was there and she was saying that her mum said to her oh like what are you doing today? And she was like oh I'm just going to that paint sip event and and her mum was like oh with your your podcast friends and your hot pack friends <laughs> and she was best. like yeah, yeah. sure yeah. yeah that's the one but that's it's so cute that it feels like such a nice community and that we are the podcast and the hot pack friends we love absolutely. that absolutely I
3: like being a hot pack friend yeah, yeah. just really I just impacting. like the word hot in there I haven't had someone call me a hot friend regardless <laughs> oh. of the a hot pack or. is <laughs> when you identify <laughs>
0: I'll definitely be the hot pack gal. <laughs> I'll be the hot anything at this Hashtag sport. hot pack. <laughs> I'm a hot package. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Piping hot. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. You'll have to forgive us, team. Like, we're a little bit delusional. The girls have had very minimal sleep and have been flying red eyes left, right and centre. And Jess and I are fucking out of it in general.
1: And, time. I know And this week They were meant to fly to New York For another ah. award
2: Yes So ah. what, what's this week's one guys um, The New York award Is a Stevie award So we've actually placed In a global award For innovation Which is pretty cool
1: That's so. imposter st- syndrome To mm, a T yeah. Like you are international How cool is that It's amazing Big jet planes <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're just quoting songs now I love that Like a little quiz Stop it
2: so, yeah, Helene was, um, she's all over the New York. I have no idea where anything is. I'm looking at maps like, where the hell is this shit? <laughs> I'm geographically illiterate. So she started doing all the, um, travel planning and then we just realised our
0: bodies cannot take this. Yeah, like nut. the fact, when you guys changed it and was like, oh no, we're going to go to this awards and then we're going to fly. And I was like, you're fucked.
3: Mm, yeah, no, yeah.
0: Agreed. Oh, okay. Would you do it again? Yeah. <laughs>
3: we have then we'll do it many more, many more times i'm sure yeah i love that
0: just the investment of yeah no we we're, we're crazy we're, we'll do that one again for sure we own for it. sure we know it so so i am just really appreciative of you of coming and spending time with us um with your growth on tiktok how has that kind of impacted your business
3: I mean, mm. for the better, that's for sure. Absolutely, for the yeah. better.
0: Yeah.
2: I think um, TikTok's kind of taken a hiatus, honestly. We're in like a TikTok prison at the moment.
3: <laughs> yeah, the, the, the View Jail. Oh, View Jail. Yeah, we're in View Jail. How did you
2: get in View Jail? <laughs> I, don't Granted, know. I still don't have TikTok. I don't but... know. I feel like it since Helene and I stopped putting our faces on there. They're like, no, not the employees. <laughs> 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 That's kind of what it happened, isn't it?
3: Essentially, yeah. yeah.
1: How do they do Why? How? I, I don't, don't know. Understand.
2: We don't understand. We've reached out to like TikTok. We've reached out to our digital marketing agency and got them onto it. And no, no one, one can tell us why we started a whole nother TikTok account to try and just start from scratch and nah because so we've
3: got 30,000 followers yeah we're lucky if anything goes over 300
0: what? unless I put an ad on it yeah, yeah. that's hectic when well, I saw your sluggy one like hit oh. viral in like the first mm-hmm. day yeah. yeah slug's going great slug's loving yeah. it it's, it's like, like a- 107k or something oh 170, 170 something, something. Yeah. shut the fuck up yeah
2: it's
3: gone like viral in Canada that's what?
2: where it's yeah. gone viral like I was looking at the analytics this morning in bed and we're like Ooh.
1: oh, because really?
3: we've Canadian just randomly so what the heck yeah that's
0: so fucking
1: cool, my man. brother
3: would love one like yeah.
1: he loves a body pillow he, you, you did meet him yesterday at the event yes um but he would love a slugzilla i'll have to tell him or oh, yeah. he'll listen but he'll yeah. have to yeah. get one because yeah, it's very him well yeah. the
2: trick is is to buy it through slug lounger because then there's free shipping
1: Oh,
2: hot tip. Hot tip. 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 Yeah, don't buy it through Spoonie, buy it through Slug. I love (laughs) it.
0: Don't buy it through our other company, buy it through the other company. Don't buy it from the parent company. No, no, no. Buy it through the the sister sister company. (laughs) Always, 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 always. Um, But I heard on the grapevine that you might be doing your own podcast. We might be. yes. Yes. Yeah. How do you feel about that branching out even further?
3: We need more time.
1: Um, Nowadays. I was going to say, you you guys, you are like friends, your family members, your parents. Like, how do you fit it all in? You can't fit it all in, surely. Like, two businesses, why not have some more? Why not, you know, throw another bowling
2: comp in there? We just kind of feel like if we do a sprinkle of everything, just a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit.
3: And yeah, yeah. It
2: just accumulates and there's different audiences for each thing. You know, Slug's a completely different audience to Spoonie that'll attract, you know, cross-contamination. It's, of, it's, just <laughs> it's like the chicken, chicken and the vegetables. Oh, Just God. cross-contamination of new audiences, you know. So that's what we're trying to do, just trying to expand
0: and just... Paint the town, yeah. Dom and Helene, yeah. I it's just do some viral marketing as yeah. much as possible. You know what's really funny is it's not funny really. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's, it's a little bit funny. It's never
0: funny. <laughs> um, Jess had another wizard stick. Um, oh yes. Adventure the other day. Did I? And um, oh, did you? Two in a week. Yeah, I had she that had on t- Monday. Oh, Tuesday fun.
1: Yeah, I've mm. got um, a letter on the thing for Tuesday too. I haven't still the been cancelled that one. Oh, oh I know, oh, I've got trifecta. one on one Monday then Tuesday.
0: Oh. Well, the ultrasound lady, what's the name of the sonographer? Sonographer. sonographer. Um, was looking at uh, her hoochie and all of the whiz kids inside and um, they almost diagnosed you with a new label, hey?
1: Yeah, oh. I mean, I'm, I'm sad to say it, but I mean, you girls would feel me deep into my core. They're like, put the wizard stick up. And she was—it was just like a normal endo, like internal ultrasound. And so she's zinging across, and she like looks at the left, and the left is a bad one. We all know the left's bad; it's covered in endo, it's adhered to everything under the sun. There's not a whole lot of follicles happening on there. Anyway, she zings across to the right. She's like, oh, I was like, oh, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah, she's like, oh, so when we diagnose polycystic ovaries, oh, have there been? And As I was like, said, yeah. oh, not yet. Um, mm-hmm. Is that what's happening? She said, like, "Oh, I mean, I mean, I can't." But uh, and I was like oh, like, "Oh," she's like, "Oh, I mean, it doesn't look good." I was oh, like, oh, shit. Great. Oh. Anyway, so we're I'm just having my daily cycle blunts to work out that, but I could be on the train with you gals. Oh. A little
0: PCOS sprinkle on top. There you go. Yeah, because yeah, wasn't it two? One of the the second
1: one was like, "Oh, do you have?" Yeah, and then I had another. i by another lady, and she zinged across, and she was like, "Oh." I was like, "What's that?" She's like, "Oh, oh just done um, lots of um, immature follicles. follicles." And I was like, "Oh yeah, cool." She's like, "How many?" She's like, "Lots." And I was like, "Oh," she goes, "It looks very cystic." I was like, "Oh jeez." Oh, anyway, and I thought that was my good one. Yeah, it's
2: so a nice way to find out.
0: Yeah, yeah, good. It was good, and the butt doubled up, which was the shitty part. Sorry, you did like,
2: you just say the butt doubled up?
0: No, did the, they put the butt
2: doubled? <laughs> <laughs> they looked. My ovary <laughs> through my arsehole. <laughs> I have had the wizard stick up the bum. Have you? The yeah. old sound up the arse? In my diagnostic. Oh, oh yeah. No. Endo. They we, you all yeah. had to do an that's enema the, and they put the, it up the bum. Yeah, that's the,
1: yeah. Deep, yeah. the deep infiltrating. Yeah. Deep, literally wow. deep infiltrating. That's what every I was saying. Hole. Is that what you had to go through? No, no, oh. this wasn't an up the butt one. Yeah, lucky. I,
0: I, I said double up, not
3: oh, well.
2: <laughs> so you said I <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've just like told everyone on the
1: podcast about my No, I heard what you heard. It's okay. But then she did say to me, because like TMI, but because I poo a lot. um, She said to me, she goes, oh, I didn't realize someone had told you to have the bowel prep. Oh. And I was like, I don't, darling. My butthole is just as clean as a whistle. There is no stool in there ever because it just comes out. She's like, oh, we could do the full one if you like. There's nothing in here. And I was like, oh, oh like, no. don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll no. like, keep the butt reserved for today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Marriage. But yeah. out of all of your... Save it
3: for marriage. <laughs> Sorry, you just slipped that one in there, didn't you? I was <laughs> so super it just- I am obviously joking. <laughs>
1: Is that what you're doing? <laughs> uh, saving, saving that spot for marriage. Oh <laughs> like, come
3: on. No. We've lost Helena. I was gonna uh, No, I was gonna crack a more inappropriate. Drink. Oh, this is,
1: kids, come on, this is, come uh, out
3: the place, time or place. <laughs> We've come this far. No. But we moved from the kitchen to the lounge, we <laughs> I don't want to get us cancelled, okay? So <laughs>
1: oh my god but seriously out of all of your diagnoses the bucket that you share of many a
2: things what do you both
1: which one do you both struggle with the most do you find
2: <laughs> oh a sad well, question. i thought it was my endo for a long time and then my specialist the other day i was on the phone him asking because i just bleed i've bled for 47 weeks out of the last 52
0: excuse me i have me? not stopped
2: bleeding it's like oh yeah that's just your adenomyosis i was like sorry what so like, that's your adenomyosis i was like what do you mean he had never told me about my adenomyosis. <laughs> so I just, that one just dropped in a phone call. And I think that's my main problem because it's when I'm bleeding that I'm in the most pain. Oh, 47 weeks. Uh, yeah. That's awful. Yeah. I reckon yours is probably the same, eh?
3: Honestly, I, I, it's so hard to know. It's yeah. so hard. Like, Which one? I think it's a mixture of between pelvic floor... Mm. Endo and adeno. But it could be any one of them. Or sort or
2: yeah. so exactly. like of the oral sort of three. And so many
1: overlap don't they? Like just what is it today?
2: Yeah. Hannah Montana moment. A bit of all the other So awards. we're not getting
0: the best of both worlds. <laughs> it's not yeah. The best of <laughs> both worlds. Well, <laughs> the worst of both yeah. all. My brain cannot make my mouth move. I was like, where the both worlds? <laughs> I just can't. I don't know what's happening. Don't have another stroke. I'm too hot, I think. Jesus. <laughs> <It's> very. <laughs> we can check about stroke. It's fine. It's fine. Because I. I she survived. Good yeah. Lord. Fine, huh? <laughs> I so could crack the joke before then. Yeah, you could. Do you know what? I learned a fun fact the other day talking about fun fact follow-ups that we didn't do because we don't have any.
1: Um, <laughs> we didn't even sing it.
0: I know, it's okay. We'll skip past it. People won't realise. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no, I remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was watching the very educational TikTok um, the other day. And did you know there's a phenomenon, I'm very proud that I said that word in one, um, that you pass a clot that is the entirety of the shape of your uterus? So it's like it's a very small percentage of women who have, um, a pe- or people who have a period, when they shed, they shed like the in- it looks like you've shed your whole uterus oh. out. I haven't come really... onto this. I
2: yeah, I haven't really picked mine up and stretching it out. <laughs> <I haven't
0: laughs>
2: of... hem- hang on, no. but it clots are
0: the... different sizes. Yeah, no, but so this is like a whole one, like it comes out like, it's like
2: a face mask. You just peel it off and it's <laughs> in one
0: piece. <laughs> What are you talking Stop
2: about? It. It's like the face mask of your uterus.
0: Yeah, it's your monthly face mask. Know. have you seen people when they trick their boyfriends into thinking that they peel their skin it's off every yeah, month? Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. giving me that vibe. So I'm gonna find you a picture just to show you what I'm talking about. Talk about yourselves for now. <laughs> I'm busy doing things.
1: So what is this like a syndrome or thing? No, it's, no, like it's this, a
0: phenomenon. 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 Fuck <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, passing a clot that looks like,
1: like, a, you're, you're like you're
0: your uterus. So you're on a pretty dark side of TikTok, though. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a decidual cast. A decidual cast is when you're uterine lining sheds in one large piece as compared to drips and, dro- drips and drops, drops. <laughs> um, like your menstrual period it can be painful but it's rare the large piece of tissue resembles the shape of your uterus it doesn't usually cause long-term complication complications that's a complicated word to say apparently <laughs> i can say phenomenon but not complications <laughs> But yeah, it's a literal thing. Tr- how thing. how often does it happen to it's people? Rare. Look. Holy hell! It looks like a, an alien has shed from your body.
3: Oh, I could have lived without saying that. Oh, that looks like a straight out of Lucifer, uh, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Do you want to see it? No, I already saw. Thank you. Oh, you saw it. So yeah. sorry. No. So sorry. <laughs> but how fun! Yeah.
3: Right. Isn't
0: that fun that your body does that?
3: No, I. I love being a woman sometimes. And have it I love being uterus. a woman.
0: <laughs> that audio from TikTok again. Fuck.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I need to shy. stop.
0: I need to do more things with my life. <laughs> so, the wizard stick, right? That was a part of your fertility shiz, right? And you went through ivf didn't you i did to get yes. your little bubberino yeah so you're at the start and you're obviously with the product you have the result i have it yeah. i have the thing so because you called me what was that weird story that interaction that you had
1: oh the other day yeah. with, with the second wizard stick so like very fresh to the journey okay so i'm like probably at the start of your your journey sister but anyway what happened was this month we're doing cycle tracking Mm -hmm. So like the bloods every second day and scans as you will, when you need all of the things. So one, the informal wizard stick and then the formal wizard Mm -hmm. stick. So they, it's such a weird clinical experience. Like it is so bizarre. So I would be working you know, in ICU in the middle of the floor and they just call you to tell you like blood numbers. And I'm like, yeah, sick. Like, I've no idea what you're saying, but cool. And I just wait for them to tell me when to have bloods next. And it's weird, especially being a nurse. I just do them yeah, and then send them. And the other day they're to be like, who did these bloods? And I was like, oh, I must look dodgy. Hey, cause I definitely signed the form. And that was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, That was I. um, but anyway, I've been doing the bloods and the other day they rung and I have, I use the flow app. I yeah. don't know if you yeah, use yeah, that before. Yeah, I use the and a lot of my girlfriends like, Oh, it's not, mine never was very like, um, correct in their predictions. Mine has been like bang on, bang on. Nice. And my cycle would be from like 30 days to 40 days, 28 days all over the shop. But every single day of the month that it predicts ovulation, whether it be 20 or 30 or 40, it's always right. So my predicted day, like two months ago for this month was the first. And so the, the people, they were like, no, 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 that's too late. That's too late. And I'm like, it's <laughs> definitely not. Anyway, so they were doing the bloods and then they rung to say, like, they get so excited about it. They're like, it's almost time. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa, okay. And I'm like, so what, what next? And they're like, you need to have more bloods. I'm like, okay, sure. But because I was working, I didn't take the bloods till lunchtime, which means they don't come back to the next day. And it was this big thing. And then I was at work and they're like, you need to leave work now. I was like, no, like, I, I can't do that. I don't really have a job where I can leave. Like you need to come to us as soon as you can. We need to do a scan. So anyway, I went in, I had the scan and they get so chuffed, but I get that they, they do it all the time. But I walked in they're like pants off. And I was like, oh. so I, literally, I took my pants off. Like I'm talking like just she's just there. She's just telling me to take my pants. She goes, legs up in the stirrup, and I'm like, okay, yep, cool. So like my full chotch is out, right? I mean the stirrups, chotch is out. And then she hands me a whiteboard and a pen. She goes, write these down. Oh, what? And I was like, <laughs> okay, sure. What am I writing down? She's like, I'm going to tell you numbers. Do you get paid as a scribe? Yeah, right. Or- literally. <laughs> and she you get like, more back to Medicare. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, seven point five. And I was like, okay. Is this the follicles? And I was like, what's 7.5? And she was like, that's your endometrial lining thickness. Oh, and that's I was good like, stuff. And I was like, "Is what is that meant to be over? Seven. And she said it's meant to be over five. So it's wonderful. There you go. Seven is great. Bang on. And I was like, oh, cool. So right, 7.5. And then she puts the stick up further and, you know, zings across to the left, pans across to the right. She looks at the polycystic side on the right. And I was so confident that my right was my good side. And then she zings across to the left. She's like, there it is. There it is. It's about to go. And I was like, "Okay, okay." sure and so she looks there's not many so she was very proud of this one and then she looks at me she's like it's gonna go tonight in your sleep (laughs) 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 and I was like okay cool she's like trying to be really polite so I've like put my pants back on and she's like really proud she's like yep there's I think I had only four follow calls on one side so not many but it it was going right so I've I've like put my pants on and I'm going to the back to the front desk to rebook my appointment in for the following follow-up and she was like comes running out she goes so you and your partner need to get together. <laughs> you need to get Jesus together. <laughs> and she like smashes. literally smushes her fingers together. She's like, you know, trying. I'm like, everyone in this clinic is here for the same reason, but she just was being very plush. That like, you need to get together. I was like, that's a shame. Cause he's five. First, he's definitely not here. She's like, well, like, when he gets home tomorrow, you need to, to get together. And I was like, okay, sure. So anyway, she's like, you had some more bloods done this afternoon, didn't you? And I was like, yeah. She's like, well, that will confirm it. And I was like, sure. So the next day I'm at work, I had to sneak out a hand over there, call me and they're like, it's happening. I was like, oh my God. Oh my god. So I've texted Old Mate and he's like, You're like a little chicky, like a kind of little egg, a little chicky. And I was like, Oh my god, my God, my God. And then she's on the phone. She's like, You need you need to get together now. <laughs> I was like, I have not fucking job like
2: but you should just give her a walkie-talkie
1: Anyway, it's happening guys yeah. anyway it's like it's so obviously clinical to them but it is just the weirdest experience and because yeah. i'm literally just doing it to track and she obviously the nurse that did it wasn't like my nurse and didn't really know me so when she saw it about to go she goes i'm gonna get the trigger injection and i was like that'll be a shame because no one's here like <laughs> i don't know why we're doing that but anyway it was such a weird experience yeah. and i am so new to it but how is your experience sister oh
2: this is fucking weird <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) So weird, man. I had actually had trouble with my lining thickening, so I had heaps of cancelled cycles because I'd bleed before my lining was thick enough to do an embryo transfer. So it was actually me and my hubby with the infertility issues. It was both of us. Oh,
0: both? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was both of us. So he had some morphology issues, so we had some double-headers or flat-headers or no-tails, and then we also had my issue of I couldn't get thick enough before... Yeah, releasing an egg or holding anything. So, so, how
0: long did you? How long did you try before? Like, how did you find out all of this? Like, what was yeah. the pre-journey?
2: So we did a few times by ourselves, It wasn't happening, and I went to my specialist and said, "Okay, we're going to put you on Clomid, which is ovulation induction, because I wasn't ovulating." Once we checked all my bloods and did all the scans, then it was about six months on Clomid, and nothing was happening. So we got old mate tested. And then that came back with all the morphology issues. So then I was working, he wasn't working. So we went through an IVF clinic um, in Geelong. Did that for about a year. Had six cancelled cycles, and then I moved clinics because Elaine recommended a fertility specialist to me, and I went and saw her. And the second cycle then with her, I fell pregnant. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Lucky you got friends yeah. in the right
3: places. We hey? do. <laughs> it's <laughs> not.
0: It's not what you know. It's who you know, isn't it? Yeah. Really? It is. <laughs>
3: had used her for my own egg freezing and she was oh. really good which is why I recommend yeah her. Okay. and yeah. how did you right. find that that whole experience hell oh yeah. okay so i have 25 frozen eggs and i had to do two egg retrieval cycles yeah it's not fun.
1: that's amazing to get 25 though that is amazing so many of my friends mm-hmm. have done it and have had not many at all just out of
3: the right ovary as well just one ovary. Just one.
1: Okay, a little overachiever. Mm. Overachiever.
2: <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, good.
3: no good. you got a lot
2: of eggs. I did. With my first cycle, I had... So I only did one egg retrieval for all those transfers because I got 37 eggs. Mm. Holy one. So I molly. had hyperstimulation, which I then lost my left ovary from in my next endo surgery oh. because it just didn't recover from oh. all of the drugs. It did too much. Yeah, it did way too much. So then I lost the left ovary because of that. But, um... Yeah, we've still got nine embryos in the bank, so it's
0: ready to go.
2: Yeah, wow. And so then for your partner, what did he have to do? They they just have to do
1: the sperm sample and then the freezing, don't they? Yeah,
2: yeah. So he just went into a dark room with a dingy old couch. They put a sheet over it, put the VCR in, and said off you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was VCRs. Was it actual? actual VCRs? I thought you were joking. I thought, That's Wild, yeah, yeah. it's pretty. Coming out, very not happy.
0: Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> and does everyone watches the same VCR. The same VCR. Must be
0: a good one. Oh, man, <laughs> tried and tested. <laughs> that honestly, could you imagine? Just think about that, right? As from the from like the actual going about it, like you are going into a room that you are being led into by someone who knows what you're about to do. Well,
2: there's a lot of. Am I in here too long? Was that too quick? (laughs) Is it like
0: how long am I meant to stay in this room? Like the poor thing. (laughs) So many people stay in here. What am I supposed to do? What if it's not my flavor of porn? Mm. Like
1: Apparently, like, a few of my friends, like, their, their partners have, like, refused to do it in the clinic. Right. And so you're allowed to do it at home. you it got it's in two hours. Yeah, and you have to, they say, put it under your shirt and keep it body temperature warm. So you have to drive with it, like, the speci cup
3: attached. <laughs> Matt had to do his at home. And we only had, we had an hour that we had to drive it to, um, I think it's Pathology in the city. So I'm sitting in the car with the car started, waiting for him to just sort of, like, come on I'm outside on. and join me and yeah thankfully we got there in like 40 minutes um so it's okay did he keep it warm yeah he he put it under his shirt too (laughs) it's just a skin to skin moment it's so funny it's i thought it was quite hilarious the whole thing (laughs) oh my
1: god it's just so bizarre isn't it and and all the romance is gone there is there is nothing no there is nothing. How did how did your partner find the whole transfer process? Like, did he get to be quite involved in it, or?
2: Yeah. Look, the first transfer that I had with the successful fertility specialist, um, I did that awake, and that was quite traumatic. So, because I have vaginismus, I have the Holla. green whistle for. All the ultrasounds, all the transfers I fucking I had-
0: loved those videos by the way Of you after the green whistle, <laughs> that was my fucking favourite
2: Yeah, I had the green whistle for all of them um, So then I elected For the next transfer Just to be knocked out I was mm. like, it's just too stressful for me <laughs> And Fair. then just buzzing afterwards I was like, this can't be good for the embryo <laughs> So I'd rather just be KO'd So he didn't get to come to the actual successful one Because I was knocked out mm. So that's my recommendation, it worked for me It's going to work for everyone <laughs>
0: Get knocked out <laughs> <laughs> One size fits all. It's
1: perfect. Did did he come to the first um, imaging, like the first ultrasound? Yeah, 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 he came cool. to everything.
0: He came to everything, yeah, yeah. He didn't let me do that on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's lovely. Yeah. And no. how did you go with all of the, like, hormone injections? And do Do you have not I don't know anything about IVF. Yeah, RF, I was like- done.
2: I was fucking horrible on that shit. <laughs> it was a nightmare to <laughs> be around.
1: Were, P- were you, like, saying with your egg freezing, Helene, like, was your mood just so flat? Oh, my yeah. girlfriends that did it said they've never felt more depressed in their whole life. Absolutely.
3: Just we're cry everything. did it at the same time, which was probably not the best decision. Oh. Yeah, there's oh, lots of tears. My second one was when you were doing your first one and we would, I was just so grumpy, irritable, mm. unpleasant, like it was horrible. And then the pain, the bloating, like it was just yeah so uncomfortable. not a good time. Yeah.
2: The the injections weren't so bad. Like mm. doing the actual injections is like my it's the feeling after the injections and yeah. when you start feeling like all your follicles kind of Maturing and mm. Mm. yeah,
1: felt like my
3: ovary
2: was just going to explode.
1: Because, uh, yeah, I know nothing much about this kind of process, but one of my girlfriends at work was saying that when you don't go down the full IVF but the ovulation induction and stimulation, they, they do the ultrasound and they can, like, see how many follicles are maturing and then they can say, like, if it's a couple, like, you're at a high risk of a multiple
2: pregnancy. Mm. I'm like,
1: God, that's full on. And, that like, making the decision to continue to or to stop. Or yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's quite stressful. It's yeah. insane. I just think it's a lot of, like, pressure also. And I think I can just imagine that it becomes this, like, regimented scheduling, like, yeah. thing. Like, did did you lose some enjoyment of that process? Absolutely. None of it was
2: fun. You start wow. questioning whether you actually want it because it's so hard to go through. Mm. And then I guess, like, there is no schedule to it because mm. you're getting the ovulation induction. You get to the point of meant to be ovulating. Then you're ovulating, but your lining's not thick enough, so then the cycle's cancelled. So there's never a definite yes of when the transfer's going to happen or if it's going to happen. So you pay the full amount and then it's like, no, not happening. Oh. Onto the next one, you've got to wait for the next bleed, or and that's it. The, the, and that could be 40 days away exactly. because my cycle's not regular, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. The, so
1: the wait is full yeah. on. And, like, you know, I've spoken to other girls that have like, had to take time off work but don't know how long to take off because mm-hmm. exactly they don't know when the timing's going to be, and you, they just feel like they're waiting around, wasting days because you're just waiting for the call to be like, okay, now, yeah, like,
0: yeah, it's full it, on. It reminds me of um, Monica and Chandler on Friends when they're trying. IVF and they're like, get home now. And it's like real feels really like clinical and it like is, you're yeah. not and you just feel like this production line of sex. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. trying to trying to just achieve a goal. I it,
2: was I was actually quite relieved once they said that Michael was also infertile that we didn't have to do the scheduled programming of the yeah. the deed. Because it just was not I would rather him just jack himself off and then two pumps and done in me. <laughs> At that point, I was like, do not come near Turkey me. Base. don't <laughs> yeah. touch yeah, me. No. Don't yeah. fucking
0: touch me. No, like, and emotionally, or mentally even, how did you feel with that infertility con- confirmation? Because like, I know that some of my friends who have had IVF, like, they felt a lot of guilt and shame by not being able to do it without IVF.
2: Yeah. Look, I think it's, it was different for me because... Initially, it was all me, but I only had that for that six month period, and mm-hmm. then it was Michael too. So it yeah. was shared between us that I didn't feel as guilty because it wasn't like I couldn't give him something he could give me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a lot easier process for me compared to other people who might go through. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. how do you feel about it?
1: With m- me, Jessica, yeah. Um. Well, at the moment, we still don't know. Um, mm. Because old mate's test is next week. Um. But I don't know. I think there's a part of me that always knew this would be hard because of my medical history. Mm. So when people are like, oh, I'm so sorry that you have to go through this, I don't know, I'm not surprised. Like I kind of feel like, oh, well, like it's just another path that I have to go down that if I wasn't diagnosed with anything, I hadn't had multiple surgeries, I'd probably be more shocked, but I'm kind of like, well, this is just it, yeah. hey. And like, you know, when you're talking about the injections and then them not being that bad, for some people who have never had a significant mental history and um, just have like a unexplained infertility, injections for them are huge they're the biggest Absolutely. thing but when you live with the amount of pain we do and the amount of meds we take and the interventions that we do to just get through every day i don't know it doesn't seem as overwhelming i find the um the clinicalness of the situation probably the most overwhelming at the moment because mm. it's just very regimented and like it, I don't know if it does or doesn't help that I'm like medical and so you know so much and you're you just you're testing everything your body does and every night like you're logging your symptoms you're weighing on sticks like it just becomes very you just feel like an experiment mm. you
2: know yeah Weird. yeah I can feel that yeah
1: how did you feel after your um, egg collection how was the pain after that a lot of my friends struggled with like the bloating the pain I think the post- egg collection
3: was the worst yeah yeah that my second egg collection, I think, is the worst I've ever woken up from surgery in my life. Really? Um. So normally it's a day procedure and I ended up having to be admitted and stayed overnight. For pain management? Yeah, because I thought I was dying. I was in recovery crying, thinking I was literally dying. Something's wrong, pain. yeah. So thankfully they did get on top of it, but... I'm not allowed to do any more egg retrievals because of it. So yeah, lucky yeah. you got
0: so many sis. Yeah, far out. Lots to choose from. And I think also as as a bystander who also doesn't have any inclination of doing the same, um, it's really hard to watch the roller coaster as a friend. Like, mm-hmm. not like woe is me. I'm not taking the the attention away, but it's as a supportive role in that process, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to watch your friend go through that, like the, the continual appointments, the stress, the bloods, the results, like that whole getting excited, getting like down, like you're on the ride as well. And I feel like because we don't know old mate's um, situation, I think it would be, I'm assuming it would be kind of similar because he also hasn't been through, like, that medical history either. So it would be hard for him. Has he talked to you about it?
1: Yeah, he has. He's definitely um, more quiet. Blessing <laughs> you. Blessing you. you. <laughs> um, he's definitely more quiet about it. I don't know really if he's really spoken to friends and stuff. And I think he said to me the other night, he was like, oh, when you say that, we've been trying for this long he doesn't like to think of it like that. He's, he's very much of the like, I just want to see what happens and not put the pressure on it mm. and, you know, still have fun and not think about it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, we've got things we're doing and want to do and still want to be able to live. So he really hates the clinicalness mm. of the whole situation as well. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think he's super supportive. Like doesn't want me to do anything on my own. was very upset that like, he wasn't there for my ultrasound because he knows with the vaginismus and how horrible it is. Like he wanted to be there and was away And again, it's hard for me because I kind of go into that like tunnel visioned. like I've had to do this all before on my own. So it's fine. Like I'm fine. But then I probably withdraw a bit and I don't mean to. And it's just it's just a balancing act. And like we said, like, I don't know how soon we'll actually wait or how long we'll wait to start treatment because we're trying to be like, you know, let's take some pressure off and let's holiday and let's do things. But it's nice to have all the checks done and then if it happens it happens and if it doesn't we know why and there's like a path to go down but mm. i think it's still pretty pretty fresh for him and i think he probably does find it quite overwhelming mm. at the moment but yeah don't know yeah i not really speak for him but that's the vibe that we're yeah. getting
0: yeah. yeah and how did your hubby feel going through the whole thing because he i mean he has obviously been with you mm. and knows about your medical interactions with the healthcare system and whatever like, how did he find the whole process?
2: Uh, I reckon you struggled with it and will never say that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think it does. I think it's hard to see anyone you love like go
0: through mm.
2: something like that. Um, especially with not much support. I mean we didn't speak to anyone and tell people we were doing it. Mm. The girls at work knew, Holly knew, but like our families didn't know it was around the time of our wedding as well, we were going through it and mm. yeah. I think he found it quite difficult. Yeah, and it's
1: quite isolating too, yeah. especially I think on
0: the from the partner's side. Well mm. like not... I think
2: everyone's always checking in on us. Yeah. You know? yeah, no one's checking in on the blokes and how they're doing. Yeah, and
0: yeah, because it takes two to tango, even if That's it's in a petri dish. Do you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: speaking of there being um, two people, and it taking two, our sister Helene over
0: here. She's getting married. Oh, yes. I was wondering where
3: that was going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me
0: What, too? Me? <laughs> what a lead-in. Um, so w- weddings, planning weddings, as well as moving house, is known to be one of the most stressful situations in any person's life. Mm-hmm. How are you going with all of that stress, pressure, planning, on top of everything else that you're doing and your body's trying to cause for you.
3: So I did buy a house, move house, and then get engaged this year. Stunning. So it's been a wild year. Mm. Um, if I'm honest, I really have not done that much planning uh, at all. Yeah. So I have bought the venue and the
0: date. I mean, halfway there. That's, that's big. That's it. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I mean, you can have a wedding now, really. You could just rock up in your PJs and job's a good one that sounds like a great wedding
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah i wish i did that i have nearly finished my bridal boxes Yay. and matt is pushing me about booking the specific photographer and i celebrant. okay but i just feel like whenever i get home from work i'm normally in pain i'm normally tired that's when i don't want to do it yeah like when i feel better but then the issue is i never feel better so <laughs> when yeah. when am i meant to do this I don't yeah know. exactly um so yeah that's I don't know how we're going to make it work. Yeah, really so that's when you employ
2: your bridesmaids and they can do it for you. Mm. I, I'm nearly done. I said I'm really done. <laughs> yeah, nearly done. Yeah, she's nearly done it.
0: She's nearly done it.
3: Yeah. I'm mean, so, impatient. <laughs> I want, I a, want a job.
0: <laughs> Give me a job. I want more. I need more. a
2: purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like sick just... of this mum thing.
0: <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> I'm sick of this responsibility that I worked really, really hard for. <laughs> so with <laughs> your with your wedding planning... How are you kind of, or how do you think you're going to integrate respecting your chronic illness? Because this is the thing for me, like I felt this when I was a bridesmaid, like, I don't know how I'm going to wake up that day. I was so nervous about having like a really bad migraine or like chronic back pain or whatever. I had that on the day anyway, but it's fine. But I was really nervous that I'd be like bed bound and I would have to drag myself out. Like... I'm I'm freaking out about like I, again not engaged not even remotely engaged but I'm still thinking about it because who fucking doesn't I've got a Pinterest board with everything planned all <laughs> ready to go no pressure babe just um, in push yeah, I'm ready morning. let me add them um Like, how are you you bringing that into, like, the wedding dress? Like, I just – I'd get too hot. Like, I'd be stressing (laughs) about it and I don't even have to choose.
3: So, with the dress specifically, I definitely think something with a looser bottom is probably going to work best in my favour.
0: Bloat-friendly.
3: Yeah, as I'm normally more bloated than not. So, (laughs) it's probably better to be safe there. Yeah, Um, nice. And then in terms of the venue, so there's a chapel-ish – sort of area. The area for cocktail hour and then the sort of big barn for reception. Mm. So we really only have to walk between like twenty to fifty oh, metres between. All there. Stunning. There's also accommodation on site. So we'll be staying there. Stop it. There's also a bridal suite which I've booked for the day so that I can get
0: ready there. Oh my God. You can have a um, CS star. I can really I'll hundred percent have would be having a nap.
3: And then we get breakfast the next
0: morning included with the accommodation.
3: So they're all pretty. And is it going to be a good sit things, down I think. wedding?
0: Absolutely. I'm just yeah. 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 I'm just time.
1: checking. <laughs> I would think so, but just checking, oh, I'm just checking, just yeah. checking. No,
0: there's
3: sit down. Don't... Yeah,
0: yeah. There's chairs. Yeah. This is the thing you like, again, for my wedding, that's non-existent that I'm planning for. Um, every person, every butt that's there will have a chair.
3: That's so important to me as well. Cause Matt didn't really care that much, mm. but we went to a wedding a few years ago and there wasn't enough chairs. And I was like, what the fuck am I meant to do for the reception? Like, yeah. even an hour is too long. Exactly. So, we did look at one other venue, and Matt didn't really care. Or was that fussed? It only had maybe the half amount of seats
0: mm. for outside that yeah. you need. So that was definitely non-negotiable for it, me. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you're on that train yeah. with me. Because at weddings, when there's minimal chairs, it naturally gets given to the elderly in the parties yeah. like the grandparents that great aunties like all that stuff and again with that invisible disability vibe you're like ooh, am I going to be like judged if I take one of the 12 chairs that are there yeah. when the rest of the people there are like in their 70s like it's it's that really awkward thing but for me that's my like foundational rule like if there's a butt there's a chair like i'm the same that's not the one note
2: to self bring my butt yeah
0: you will get a chair (laughs) i'll just follow you around with a chair or one of those like you know those bags that they they can sell now that actually like folds out to a chair yeah there's like telescope ones bring one of them yeah be ready to go riding my satchel like indiana jones (laughs) 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 it's not a handbag it's a satchel. satchel But no, I'm about, I'm about comfort. I'm all for a PJ, mm. a PJ party. I had that for my birthday. I was just like, fuck it. I like my pyjamas. That's it. I'm, I'm staying. Helene
2: there. and I do that. We do board game nights and PJs.
0: Oh. Yeah. All for it. That If I had one job that I'd like to do, I'd like to work in Peter Alexander. Oh. Because they wear pyjamas as their uniform. I'm like, fuck they it. In, give me them. I'm all for it. Yeah, People I like, am a slot for Peter Alexander. Yeah, 100%. We were actually having a really in-depth discussion about pyjamas last night at dinner and whether you're a pyjamas person oh, for yes, bed yes, 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 yes. or a no pyjamas. I'm a full pyjama but no underwear situation.
2: I'm a full nudist.
0: Full nudist. Naked.
2: I'm a T-shirt to keep the mum titties at bay. That's and right, so no you knickers. don't elbow, elbow yeah. your
0: boobs in the night.
2: Yeah, otherwise my husband rolls on top of my pancake titties. <laughs>
0: So, you, you encapsulate yeah, them We got a
3: t shirt. And, and
0: Helene, what was yours?
3: I've got three routes. Okay. I've got an oversized t shirt just with underwear. Mm. I've then got a short sleeve matching set. So, you know, of course. Obviously. That's got
1: to be the hospital
3: vibe,
0: too. Hey? It is. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And then the third set is just long sleeve matching
0: pajama sets. Yeah. Yeah, so for I'm, winter. I'm, yeah, winter. Mm. I'm, I mean, Jess has spoken about this on the podcast before. She's made fun of me. But it's um, what are you doing? I was a little
1: bit itchy actually. Oh, my okay. last scratch. Yeah. And I was rolling my eyes at your bloody tucked okay. pants into your tucked socks, into yeah. your <laughs> tucked jocks, and your tucked top, and your bloody
0: beanie and <laughs> yeah. gloves. Look, if I get cold, the metal gets cold, which then hurts, okay? The metal. the
1: spinal yeah. Oh, so my yeah, I, like, so I was like, the
0: rods? why are
2: you laying on the bed frame? <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: you're doing it wrong,
0: Sharp. <laughs> Don't joke about that. When Sorry. I had my when I when I had my hip surgery, they had an inflation bed and they deflated it, and I was literally lying on the fucking slats. So that's triggering for me, literally. But yes, the metal internally within me, not the fucking bed, you noob. <laughs> Just laying on the futon without the mattress
2: why are you doing that shine <laughs> i was like sometimes i go horizontal on the bed like the wrong way but, but i've never known with underneath the mattress
1: <laughs> yeah you're on top sheet flat sheet no just the mattress on top <laughs> yeah.
0: i like the cocoon or a sandwich i like to be the filling you know? oh my God. stop it no the internal metal gets cold this is my theory the internal metal gets cold the muscles around it contract and then they hurt so I like to keep myself warm. But then if I get too hot, I freak I'm out. Like right now. Like right now, I'm <laughs> fucking sweating and I and we wanna turn the egg I wanna turn the egg on so bad, but you can hear it in the background. So I'm suffering for this podcast. You're so welcome. Just remember that when you're listening. Oh that was I've run out of breath then. I should have breath taken <laughs> the breath in. Um, I'm very sweaty. I forgot what I was talking about. The pajamas. <laughs> oh yeah. Pajamas. And the top sheet, flat sheet. Yep, you're right. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carry the team, Jess. Shut <sighs> my head down. <laughs> hurts. It just, my, my brain is like fully shut off. I've got a headache. Sorry, guys. That went on a random ass tangent. um ADHD. um But I guess as we wrap up today's episode, I just want to say thank you so much for connecting with us and being our interstate friends. And like I've said before, we're so proud of you. And thank you for doing our little first event with us and starting this journey with us. And we're so excited for what is to come for next year. And um, but it's so cool to finally be face to face with you. And it feels like we've known you for years. And hashtag best friends.
2: Literally. 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 Yeah, you just don't feel like strangers. That's for sure. No,
1: <laughs> not but at how all. How nice is that?
2: It's I know. so nice. When you guys pulled up at the hotel, we were like, "Ah!"
3: Charlotte <laughs> 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 so like, was like, "Charlotte was like,
1: do we get out the car?" Do we get out of the car? Is it, is it rude if we stay in the car? Can we give him an awkward hug in the, from the car? Do we get out of the
0: car? Like, no, we get, I out. Out. we get out. We get out. We get out. We, get out. we, we get out. basically wore each other's clothes by the time he's <laughs> got out of the car. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I was feeling up Dom's bum just trying to try and put my fucking seatbelt on. I was like, ooh, a feel. Take like the in the first, first date. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sleaze bag. <laughs> stop it <laughs>
1: but yes thank you so much for coming and for coming on the pod and for sharing all of your amazing things with the world we're just so grateful for you thanks for sharing your personal stories thank you for sharing your business and what you love doing with us and with everybody well, yeah. thank you for thanks. having us thanks in problem. Perth. yeah and now before we go questions and quotes have we got one team do you have a question for us
2: i do Oh, okay. don't when are you come into Melbourne to shout us some dinner? Oh yeah. Oh. yeah. because
3: <laughs> yeah, you We're did like, shout us dinner last night. We also. really like Rockpool, just say. So. Oh. I've never been. Oh really? Ever?
1: And there's one here, and I've never yeah, been, I actually. Said. I think I went with my family maybe like ten years ago, but I've definitely not been as. An I've adult. never been to
0: Rockpool.
2: Like uh, the restaurant, or not it? the beach Rockpools. So yeah. Yeah, we don't have it. I know you have got the Ningaloo Reef over here. Yeah. <laughs> Rockpools.
0: That's for way is that north? I don't know geography.
2: Oh, it's really
1: pretty. I saw it
0: on Pinterest. Um,
1: Yes, the Ningaloo Reef uh, (laughs) is uh, in WA. Uh, Just uh, 11 and a half hours drive up north.
0: Um, That's great. I'm not fucking doing that. Um, (laughs) In answer to your question, in the new year... Great. ...we'll be coming and we'd like to do another event with you if you're uh, open to that situation. Yes? I guess we can discuss some progress before I say (laughs) it. Helene's like, I hate them. (laughs) Get me the fuck out of here. (laughs) Dom's like, yeah, sure, no worries. (laughs) Helene's like, fuck's sake, Dom, getting us into shit. But no, we'd definitely be taking a trip over to Melbourne next year.
1: Yes, 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 yes. All
2: right, quotes, come on. Um, Silence is golden unless you have kids,
0: and then it is suspicious. Amen. That one's for you, Leo. Yes. (laughs) Shout out to Leo.
2: (laughs) Shout out to Leo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Helene. Before okay.
3: you marry a person, you should first make them use a computer with slow internet speed to see who they really are.
0: By I like that. It's either that or Monopoly. Oh, that's a good one, too. Playing Monopoly. I just nearly said Monopoly. And <laughs> <laughs> that's for rap that <laughs> <gonna be. laughs> Wrap it up. The bitches, <laughs> low on batteries. This girl
1: got a pee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, team well thank you for joining us and on that note we would like to say we hope you
0: have a fabulous fabulous week take care bye